Amen. Welcome to church. It's great to be in the house of the Lord with each of you today. I was glad when they said unto me, let's go to the house of the Lord. If you have your Bibles, you can open up to Revelation chapter 4. We're going to read Revelation 4 to begin this message. After these things I looked, and behold, a door standing open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking with me, saying, Come up here and I will show you things which must take place after this. Immediately I was in the Spirit, and behold, a throne set in heaven, and one sat on the throne. And he who sat there was like a jasper and a sardius stone in appearance. And there was a rainbow around the throne in appearance like an emerald. Around the throne there were 24 thrones. And on the thrones I saw 24 elders sitting clothed in white robes. And they had crowns of gold on their heads. And from the throne proceeded lightnings, thunderings, and voices. Seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Before the throne, there was a sea of glass like crystal. And in the midst of the thrones and around the throne were four living creatures full of eyes in front and in back. The first living creature was like a lion. The second living creature like a calf. The third living creature had a face like a man, and the fourth living creature was like a flying eagle. The four living creatures, each having six wings, were full of eyes around and within. And they do not rest day or night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they exist and were created. What is the sound of heaven? What would you hear if you were caught up, even now in these moments? What is the anthem of heaven? What is the cry, the song, the utterance, the melody and harmony, the theme of eternity? Jesus spoke to his disciples, Matthew 6, verses 9 to 13. In this manner, therefore, pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. 
Verses 9 and 10, in this manner, therefore pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The Lord's desire is that the sound of heaven be heard in the earth today. That the cry of heaven, the utterance of heaven, the theme of heaven, the theme of all eternity, the melody and harmony be released in the earth today. That it would cover the earth, that it would confront the earth, astound the earth, revive the earth, that the sound of heaven would impact the earth. What would the world hear if the sound of heaven was in the earth? Revelation 4.8, they do not rest day or night saying, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and who is, who was, who is, and who is to come. What would it sound like? What would the world hear if the sound of heaven was in the earth? As we've read verses 9 to 11, whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever, and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they exist and were created. The Lord's desire is that the sound of heaven would invade earth, that the people of God alive today, in this time in history, on this side of eternity, would take up the cry. Take up the song, the utterance, the voice of heaven, the melody and harmony of eternity, the theme of the endless ages. That we would not rest day or night saying, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. Let it be said of the church, of the people of God, that they do not rest day or night saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Let the sound of heaven invade earth, that the revelation of God's great holiness would keep us on our knees and bring others to their knees. That our crowns would ever be cast before his throne. That our voices on this side of eternity and the sound of our living would declare, you are worthy, O oh Lord, to receive, to receive glory and honor and power. I'd like to suggest to the church today, young and old, old and young, that there is a partnership between heaven and earth. I'd like to suggest to the church today that the Lord is waiting on us and he is counting on us. The Lord is waiting on you. He's counting on you. He's waiting on your family. He's counting on your family. Waiting on your home, counting on your home, just as he's waiting on mine and counting on mine. That the Lord is ready to partner with us, 
He's waiting on us and counting on us to take up the sound of heaven. That is to usher heaven into earth, to bring the sound of heaven to earth, to release the sound of heaven in the earth. Will it mean using our voices? Yes. But more than that, it'll mean using our everything. R.C. Sproul said these words, the only way the kingdom of God is going to be manifest in this world before Christ comes is if we manifest it by the way we live as citizens of heaven and subjects of the king. I suggest today that there is a partnership and that the Lord is waiting on us to partner with him in this time in history. To usher heaven into the earth, the sound of heaven, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Day and night, in the light of day and in the shadows of the night, when the day is plentiful, and when the night is peaceful, And when the day is restless and the night is frightful. Now we understand that in heaven there is perfect peace in the presence of the Lord. In heaven there is perfect rest. There is perfect joy. Heaven's night is more glorious than all the perfect days of earth combined. In this life we face plentiful days. We face Restless days. In this life, we face peaceful nights and we also face frightful nights. In this life, we face times where it seems like joy is hard to find. We also face days that are filled with joy and gladness. We must remember that day or night, the song is not to change. The Lord is our strength. He is our portion. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. There is no shadow of turning in him. The Lord is the same in every season. Though we face peaceful nights and frightful nights, plentiful days and restless days, Though this is true, while we await the day when we forever enter the heavenly presence of the Lord, we have a responsibility, and we have an opportunity, and we have a hope. We are not as those without hope. John 16, verse 33 in the New King James Version, These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. The margin actually says, cheer up. The Voice Bible, I have told you these things so that you will be whole and at peace. In this world, you will be plagued with times of trouble. But you need not fear, I have triumphed over this corrupt world order. How many are thankful for that today? And the Passion Translation reads, And everything I've taught you, 
Are we teachable today? And everything I've taught you is so that the peace which is in me will be in you and will give you great confidence as you rest in me. For in this unbelieving world you will experience trouble and sorrows, but you must be courageous, for I have conquered the world. I believe a word here is that it might be that we need to get in class and learn the teachings of Jesus. Learn the truths of Jesus, the promises of Jesus, the things that don't change, the things that are true in a world where truth seems to be lost. To get into class and learn from Jesus, to learn the teaching of Je- teachings of Jesus and rest in him, because you know what? The truth is his teachings bring peace, and his rest brings confidence no matter what the day brings our way and no matter the tenor of the night. Can I remind the church today that Jesus Christ has overcome the world, that he has triumphed over this corrupt world order, that he has conquered the world? And so as the word says, be of good cheer, perhaps that's what you need to hear today. You need not fear, be courageous. The ESV reads, take heart. The New Century Version, be brave, I have defeated the world. We understand that we can't defeat this world in and of our own. We need all he's taught. We need his peace. We need his rest. We need the confidence that comes in knowing that he has overcome. That the victory is the Lord's. With this knowledge, as I've already said, The sound doesn't change. The sound shouldn't change. The sound we are ushering into the earth, the sound we are releasing day in and day out, shouldn't change based on the season, based on the circumstances. When the days and nights are less favorable, let the sound never cease. We do not rest day or night. We will not rest. Is that your confession today? I will not rest day or night saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. The actions of heaven that couple the sound are to never cease. I wonder if we were caught up into the presence of the Lord right now and we heard That song, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, if we felt the impact of heaven's song, the melody and harmony, if we heard, worthy are you, Lord, if we heard the crowns being cast at the feet of Jesus, would it change the way we live upon our return? Would it change the way we function in this world, would it change our outlook, our attitude? Would it change our homes? Or would the trip soon be forgotten? The cry soon forgotten, the song, the sound of heaven.
day and night, they do not rest. The actions of heaven are to couple the sound. The Spirit would say to us, it's a time, day or night, to cry out. Day and night to cry out, holy, 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 worthy, worthy, worthy. We give glory and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne, who lives forever and ever. Fall down and worship him who sits on the throne. Cast your crowns before the throne, saying, You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they exist and were created. We are the people of God alive on the earth today. The people of God alive on this side of eternity. We are the avenues for heaven to be released in the earth. Perhaps this sounds like a new concept to some, but we are the avenues. Christ is the ministry. Heaven is the reality, but we are to usher in heaven. There's a partnership with heaven. What is the sound of heaven? If we could sum it up in one word, I would use the word worship. Worship. Holy, holy, holy. You are worthy, O Lord. Again, the use of voices, the use, the audible sound, but it's more than that. We use our everything. Revelation 4, verses 9 to 11, whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things and by your will they exist and were created. How would this apply to life on this side of eternity? I want to share with you words of Charles Spurgeon. Though they all have crowns, they all cast them before the throne. We can well conceive that, for to many of us, that would be the first impulse of our minds. If we ever get to those sacred heights, we will do adoring homage. And if ever we receive any honors, we will present them to him to whom all honor is due. Why then, do you ask? Why then, do you now ask, do they cast their crowns at the foot of the throne? There are four answers which may very properly be given. The first, no doubt, is for the reason of solemn reverence. The reason of solemn reverence. Oh, our reverence will always make us feel in the lowliest state of self-abasement at the foot of the throne. Moreover, they are no doubt motivated by sincere humility. Reverence to God always brings a humble opinion of one's own self. Doubtless also they do this for another reason, namely because of their profound gratitude. 
They bless God that they are where they are and what they are. If you ask those before the throne, they will tell you that not only do they love the Lord, they will tell you that they owe their crowns to grace. Not only do they owe their crowns to grace, but every single gem in their crowns. The Lord put every single star in their diadem, and there is not a single sparkle of any crystal sapphire that is in their coronet that they cannot trace the flashing gleam to the sovereign grace of God. Therefore, how could they keep anything to themselves? Gratitude constrains them to lay their crowns where their crowns came from. And above all, they are motivated by intense affection. They love their Lord. And loving their Lord, they do anything to adore Him. Self-denial is the name we give on earth to that grace which not only ignores but consumes oneself in the fervor of zeal, in the passion of love. What word would substitute for it? Though the greater vehemence of those in heaven I cannot tell. They are glad to fling their richest goods, their choicest trophy, their most cherished treasure at his feet. They love him so. Here we love ourselves and cherish some fond attachment to our fellow creatures also. And our hearts are stolen away by some earthly object, but there they love God intensely, continually, undivided, without a flaw. And consequently, they cast everything down before him and lay their crowns at his feet. You know that we can live heaven on earth right now? Holy, 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 worthy, worthy, worthy. And I believe that the Lord would say to the church today, you know what sound needs to be released in the earth? There's a sound in heaven that needs to be released in the earth in this time, in this moment, in our lives, in our days. It's the sound of crowns being cast down before the throne. You're holy, Lord. You're worthy. The sound of crowns being cast down. It's the sound of solemn reverence. It's the sound of sincere humility. The sound of profound gratitude and the sound of intense affection. I would exhort the church today, encourage the church today, let us be glad to fling our richest goods, our choicest trophy, our most cherished treasure at his feet. Let us love him. Let us love him so. Let our hearts be stolen away by one object. Let us love God intensely, continually, undividedly, without a flaw. And consequently, cast everything down before him and lay our crowns at his feet. Holy, 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 worthy are you, Lord. Worthy to receive. As we read at the beginning, 
of Revelation 4, there was a voice like a trumpet. And I believe this is the word of the Lord. A lot of people would like to put a mute on the trumpet. Tone down the holy. Tone down the worthy. Tone down the worship. Tone down the riches. Tone down the power. Tone down the honor. Tone down the glory. Mute the sound of cast crowns at the feet of the king. And isn't it true, our enemy is roaming the earth even now. Perhaps this is a wake-up call to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And if you can't figure it out by now, he's on a mission because he knows his time is short. To steal the holy, to kill the holy, to destroy the holy in your life, in your homes, in our streets, in our city, our province, and our nation. To steal the worthy. To kill the worthy. To destroy the worthy are you, Lord. To destroy the worthy are you, Lord, for me to get up and go to church. The worthy are you, Lord, to give you just even 10%, which is only fair. The worthy are you, Lord. The holy are you, Lord, to destroy it in our homes. That show's not that bad. That music's not that bad. That ideology's not that bad. That subscription's not that bad. Kill the holy. Steal the holy. Destroy the holy. What do you got left? A holy mess. The enemy would love. This is the word of the Lord. In this time in history, to steal the crowns, to kill the crowns, to destroy the crowns that are to be cast at the feet, cast before the throne. A voice like a trumpet. A voice like a trumpet. God help us. That we aren't those that put a mute on the holy, on the worthy. The Lord uses surrendered crowns to accomplish His will in the earth. To build His kingdom. To grow His kingdom. The Lord uses surrendered crowns to accomplish His will in the earth. To further His kingdom. To save and rescue the lost. To bless and care for His children. To teach and equip sons and daughters. How many know it's true? to provide and care for the widow and the orphan, and the list goes on. Perhaps since I've said crowns, all you can think about is money. Are we talking about money? Are we talking about resources? Are we talking about gifting? Are we talking about talent? 
Are we talking about opportunity? Are we talking about successes? Are we talking about connections? Are we talking about time? We all have a crown of days. Are we talking about life? The crown of life he's given to us. And the answer is all of the above. And the list goes on. We know he is holy, but I ask today, do you deem him worthy? It's one thing to say he's worthy, it's a whole other thing to say, worthy are you, Lord, to receive. Worthy are you, Lord, that every crown be cast before the throne. He's so worthy. We have time, so we'll read Revelation 5. I love Revelation 4 and 5. And I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll written inside and on the back, sealed with seven seals. Then I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the scroll and to loose its seals? And no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look at it. So I wept much because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll or to look at it. But one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals. And I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne... And of the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb, as though it had been slain. Having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. Then he came and took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne. Now when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the lamb, each having a harp. Golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals. For you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood, out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation, and have made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. Then I looked and I heard a voice. I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, the living creatures and the elders, and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000. And thousands of thousands saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who is slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them, I heard saying, blessing and honor and glory and power be to him who sits on the throne and unto the Lamb forever and ever. And the four living creatures said, Amen. And the 24 elders fell down and worshipped him who lives forever and ever. You might be here today and you don't believe it. Or you haven't received it yet that he is worthy. 
But that doesn't change the truth. That does not change the truth. The truth is, as the Bible says, even now he is worthy. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. To receive what? I'm going to read it again. To receive power. To receive riches. What are we holding on to today? To receive power. To receive riches and wisdom and strength. Worthy to receive strength. Strength. Worthy to receive honor, glory, and blessing. Blessing and honor and glory and power. You've heard it said that Christians don't lie, they just sing lies. Maybe you haven't heard that. (laughs) They don't tell lies, they just sing lies. And I don't want to make it too heavy right now, but I just want to say, you know, I heard a lot of people growing up sing, blessing and honor, glory and power be to him who sits on the throne. The problem is he didn't have the throne of their life. He's got the throne in heaven, but he didn't have the throne of their life. So the moment they stepped outside the door, where's the blessing, the honor, the glory, the power? Where's the you are worthy, Lord? Where's the you are holy, Lord? Where's the casting of the crowns? Where's the sound of heaven released in their living? We can come in here and sing holy and partner with heaven, sing worthy, partner with heaven, cast a few crowns, walk outside, feel good about ourselves until next week, come strolling into church. Some people aren't even going to church. Wake up. Holy, worthy. To receive what? Well, if you have the throne of my life, God, if you are the king of my world, if you are my Lord, not just my Savior, if you really are my Lord, it's all yours. And you are worthy to receive exactly what Revelation 5 says. Power. Riches, wisdom, strength, honor, glory, blessing. The crown's cast at his feet. He's so worthy. Do you deem him worthy? The crown's cast at his feet. He uses for his glory. There's a beautiful scripture. Isaiah 62, verse 3. You shall also be a crown of glory in the hand of the Lord and a royal diadem in the hand of your God. You see, the crowns placed at his feet, the crown of our everything, which also represents the rule and reign of it all, of our all, he takes in his hand. And the voice Bible says these words, And you will be the crowning glory of the eternal's power. 
a royal crown cradled in his palm and held aloft by your God for all to see. Held aloft by our God, high up, far above the ground. It says, the humble shall be exalted. Is he worthy? Is he holy? Let's have the worship team return today. Jesus. Lord, I pray for your church today. Lord, I pray that we would partner with you, partner with heaven, ushering in the sound of heaven, Lord, the melody and harmony, the utterance, the theme of eternity. That the theme would be heard in the earth today, holy, 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 worthy. Worthy to receive, Lord. The sound of crowns being cast at the throne would be heard in the earth today. There's another sound in the earth today, Lord. There's another melody and harmony in the earth today. Another theme. I pray that we would commit today to use not only our voices, but our everything, Lord. That in our living as we leave this place, heaven would be released in the earth. Heaven would be released in the streets. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Worthy. Worthy to receive. Blessing and honor and glory and power. Riches and wisdom.
Received a text message this morning at 627. I'm going to share it with you, read it. I don't know how the Lord will use it. God whispered this to me this morning for the saints in your church. It's from a prophet of the Lord. God whispered this to me this morning for the saints in your church. If you attach your security to stuff found in the world, it will never be enough. Our security rests in Christ because he chose us and he desires intimacy with us, for us, to be connected to him. Jesus did not go to the cross for a nobody. We are a somebody in Christ and he will perform what he began in us to the very end. You are already there. Do not miss what God is doing. The kingdom of heaven is here. He already brought you from. He already called you by your name. He already put his favor on you. He already made you. Do not miss it. The kingdom of God is within you. The kingdom of God is within you. Security in this life. Wow. If you attach your security to stuff found in the world, it will never be enough. Our security is Christ. Our security is the Lord. You know where security is found? Security is found in living the song, holy. Living those words, holy. Security is found in holiness. Can you receive that today? This sounds like old school preaching because not many people preach on holiness anymore. And that's why they have a holy mess. <laughs> Security is found in holiness. Security is found in knowing that he is worthy and committing to that. Security is found in casting our crowns before the Lord, that he takes the crowns up, that he takes our life up. Some trust in chariots and horses, we remember our God. Some trust in riches, they trust in connections, they trust in associations, they trust in all these things. And I'm not saying they're not important. But if they're not laid at the foot of the throne, it's all you. It's selfish, it's self-seeking, it's self-centered. It's all about self. It's not about the Lord. I've said this before. I'm so glad that he didn't partially save me. I'm so glad that when I gave my life to the Lord, I knew that it was 100% in. I didn't come to an altar and say, guess what, Jesus, I'm going to give you 10% of my living. You cool with that? We gave it all. I don't know what kind of altar you went to. We don't even talk about the altar anymore. Because the devil would like to steal, kill, and destroy the altar. Where things change. Where life changes. I know it's a word today that the enemy is working in homes. 
He's working in our school system. We know this to be true. He's working in legislation. He is working in conversation. He is working overtime. Guess what? Day and night, he does not rest. Day and night, his agents do not rest. His people do not rest. The demons do not rest. Day and night, I wonder... I wonder if the kingdom, I wonder if his people, I wonder if we should be those that do not rest day or night because we are in this battle, we're in this holy war. See, we're crying, holy, holy, holy. The enemy's crying, holy less, holy less, holy less. The enemy comes in like a, like a snake. We know this, just, you know, just to tweak things, tweak things in our homes. If it was blatant, we might shut it down, you know what I'm saying? But it's just, it's just slow. It's slow. I remember a day when you could go to a theater. I don't go to theaters. I haven't been to one for a long time. But I remember a day you could go watch a cartoon, and it was you know, harmless. Like G actually meant G. Do they still rate it like that? I have no idea. But regardless, now what happens? They've tweaked it so that the parents get entertained too. Adult topics that are supposed to fly right over the kid. They don't get. Some kids are way smarter than you think. And these things are going down deep. They're going down deep. It looks harmless at first. The music we listen to. The shows we watch. The shows we watch. Wow, we were in conversation last night and thought, isn't that true? And we know it's true. Back in the old days, there was one TV in the house, right? And in a safe environment, it was right in the right in the living room, and even if there was something bad on, I mean, you wouldn't be watching it because you're scared grandma and grandpa are going to run in there or your parents, and there was nothing bad on TV back then really anyways. Half the time it didn't work. You spent more time moving those rabbit ears around and putting tinfoil on your TV. But guess what? There's a TV in every person's hand today. Look how the enemy works. Let's make it easier on the people. Let's bring temptation home. Let's put it in their pocket. Let's put it close. Let's put it in every room in the house. Let's just wire it in. Let's, let's not wire it. Let's make it wireless. So they can take it everywhere. The washroom, the garage, the car. The enemy is no fool. And so it's time for us to be wise as serpents. It's time for us to wake up. This might be a wake-up call for some here. If you're here today and you see in your life, your personal life, your family life, you see that the enemy is out to steal, kill, and destroy the holy and the cry, the song that's lived out in action as well. If that's you, call on the Lord in this place right now in these moments. Lord, you see what the enemy's trying to do. You see this holy, holy, holy that 
The enemy's working on. You see this worthy, Lord, worthy to receive. The enemy's coming and saying, don't give God that much. Don't give him that much. And I know a lot of you, as soon as I said that, your mind went money. The two last things to get saved are what in a person's life? Their tongue and their wallet. (laughs) Regardless. I say today, he's worthy to receive everything. So this isn't just about finances. This isn't just about one thing. We don't compartmentalize our lives when we give it to the Lord. And so, God, you see in this place, you see the battle. You see the battle that we are facing, that the individual's facing, that the couples are facing, the married people are facing. Lord, you see the battle. You see the battle against holy, worthy. You receive the battle against the casting down of crowns, God. You know all the battles, and so we just speak it over this place today. Lord, I ask God that you would wake us up. Lord, that you would give us a spirit of discernment in this time to see. I pray, Lord, that we would be those that partner with heaven. God, those of us who call you Lord, and even those who don't in this place today, I pray that they would be woken up in this moment, Lord, that they would hear the sound of heaven, even beyond what's being said, what's being sung, Lord, or played, or what's been said today, God, they hear holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. They hear worthy is the Lamb that was slain. They might even not even understand that you were slain for them, but I pray that the Word would come alive in their heart right now, that you would arrest hearts in this place right now. But Lord, that we would be a people to partner with heaven and release the sound of heaven, the utterance of heaven in the earth. We would release it first in our homes, God, and we would release it into the streets. There would be a tangible difference, Lord, that it would impact the world. Holy is the Lord, worthy is the Lord to receive, to receive. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Worthy are you, Lord. Worthy are you. Thank you, Jesus.